This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Brought to you by East Coast Christian Center. Morning Breath starts now. All right, good morning. Welcome to Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Today, you got Matt and Jessica in the morning on Mondays, and we're excited to be here. Uh, Jessica, what's been going on? Anything Anything well, new? Anything different? Happy Monday. Love to be here with you. And, you know, it's October 28th, so October is almost over, like with the snap of a finger. And we're going mm. into November, which for us and our family is like birthday, celebration, mm. anniversary season. Yeah, it's Adeline's is on the 4th. Yours is on the 5th. Our anniversary is on the 8th. Then we have this little thing called Thanksgiving. And then we have our son's birthday, which is actually on Thanksgiving. That's right. I'm yeah. impressed. Yeah. I am impressed. I've... I've been working on that for 16 years. <laughs> Look at you go. That was awesome. Yeah, so it's a fun time. And uh, that's all. What about you? I'm doing those same things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, we're starting a new message series at church um, called Powerful Prayers. And we're really going to be teaching on prayer. And that prayer uh, can be powerful. That prayer is powerful and how to uh, have power when you pray. Yeah. I remember one time uh, I was praying and um, it was with a bunch of young college students. And uh, I was just praying and it was just the way that I was taught to pray and the way that I'd grown up praying. And it wasn't anything different to me. Um, but when I was done, one of the college students was just like, wow that was a really powerful prayer. And mm. I was like, it was? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, you spoke with authority mm. and like there was power in that. And I was like, huh. And I just kind of, I didn't think much about it and say anything about it, but um, it kind of just stuck with me that we, prayer isn't just how you say, you know, and like the inflections in your voice and all that stuff. Or the big words you use. The big words. Or, yeah. But it's who you pray to. Mm-hmm. And it's what name you pray in yeah. and knowing that authority and be embracing it and going with it and praying like God's listening mm-hmm. and like things happen. With faith and with expectation. Faith. Yeah. Yeah. So, so good. I think that's important for people to know that because that's something like you said, you take it, you took it for granted the way that you've been taught to pray and just the, what you know about it, your knowledge about it. So I think go back to the basics and, and explain to people, give them the, the power and authority and confidence teaching them how to pray. So yeah. It's awesome. And it's in fact, I'm excited because uh, in the chapter today, I got I got one nugget in this chapter that will make it into the first message. Nice. And uh, I'm really excited about that. So I'm excited to be reading in Genesis. Genesis 1. Typically, we, uh, we go back and forth sometimes on morning breath with Old Testament, New Testament. And I just love we're starting the very beginning, like the first sentences in the beginning, you know, so it's exciting. Genesis one. But if you want to get in um, involved more with Morning Breath and learn more about it, this is our uh, radio ministry of East Coast Christian Center. And it's where we take one chapter of the Bible, we read it, and then we just share what God breathed on it um, personally. And if you want to follow along, we would love for you to read with us, make this part of your morning devotion or any time that you're listening. Uh, we have it on podcast. You can get in touch with it on our website, which is eccc.us, or you can call our church office, 321-452-1060, and they can um, email or mail you a morning breath guide, which will explain to you all about all the things that you need to know. That's right. And we have Family Fun Night this Thursday. It's October 31st, 6.30, through, or 6:30 to 8.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. It'll be a lot of fun. Yep. 
and lots of candy and games and just excitement. Yeah. A nice, uh, fun, safe environment for your kids. Stop on by, you know, just ha- even if you're out there trick-or-treating and you're like going from neighborhood to neighborhood, well, why don't you stop in the East Coast yeah. and just see what that's all about. Bouncy Try houses. something different maybe and yeah. something new. Um, a lot of people that uh, do come to our family fun night don't typically trick-or-treat, and that's one of the reasons why they like to go. Mm-hmm. But I know a lot of people do that. They, they're out there you know, going door-to-door. Uh, sometimes it gets nuts and crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, just come on, stop in, and see what this is all about. We'd love to just to serve you and give your kids candy and have a good time. Um, also, I want to share something that, uh, to me, it's really exciting. If you go to our app and you go to podcasts, You'll see that there are many different podcasts on our app. Morning mm-hmm. Breath is just part of the East Coast family of podcasts. We recently recorded several podcasts for Flourish, mm-hmm. um, Sisterhood, our women's ministry. Um, I uh, listened to two of them, uh, well, really three of them, two yeah. different stories uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I was just like in awe. I was blown away. Yeah. And so I would just encourage you to go check out the other podcasts that we have available on the East Coast app, as well as messages that are preached. Pastor Dan just uh, did a huge series on legacy Mm -hmm. and just how to leave a mark in this world. And that was so, so good. One quote that stood out to me for that was, excuses are like nails in the house of failure. Yeah, It's like, boom! (laughs) Drop the mic on that one. Yeah, it was a really, really good series. And I just love that all that stuff is available on our app. And um the podcast and everything, it's available for you to go what back was, and listen to. Do you, what was the um, the number of that uh, podcast, or how do you find the one that we listened to with Nicole? So episodes three and four oh, is what they're numbered. Those are so good. And they go together, and they're episodes super powerful. Episodes three and four. Yep. I cried a few times listening to it, yeah. and uh, it's just an incredible, powerful story of infidelity, adultery, mm-hmm. and restoration in marriage. Yeah. Um, just, like, blow your mind. Yeah. So really encourage incredible. you to go listen to those. In fact, they might make their way onto a morning breath one day. Oh, yeah. Just the, we might... Tune into one of those. Yeah. Ones. They're so good. So good. Um, all right. We're in Genesis chapter one, and uh, we're going to read uh, all the verses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot to see how many. 31. Years. 31. And you're going to read first. I'll go through 15. Perfect. I must say to you, read. In the beginning, God, Elohim, created by forming from nothing the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and void or a waste and emptiness, and darkness was upon the face of the deep primeval ocean that covered the unformed earth. The Spirit of God was moving, hovering, brooding over the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. God saw that the light was good, pleasing, useful, and he affirmed and sustained it. And God separated the light, distinguishing it from the darkness. And God called the light day and the darkness he called night. And there was evening and there was morning one day. And God said, let there be an expanse of the sky in the midst of the waters and let it separate the waters below the expanse from the waters above the expanse. And God made the expanse of sky and separated the waters which were under the expanse from the waters which were above the expanse. And it was so, just as he commanded. God called the expanse of sky heaven, and there was evening and there was morning a second day. Then God said, let the waters below the heavens be gathered into one place of standing, pooling together, and let the dry land appear. And it was so. God called the dry land earth and the gathering of the waters he called seas. And God saw that this was good, pleasing, useful, and he affirmed and sustained it. So God said, let the earth sprout tender vegetation, plants yielding seed and fruit trees bearing fruit according to, limited to, consistent with their kind, whose seed is in them upon the earth, and it was so. 
The earth sprouted and abundantly produced vegetation, plants yielding seed according to their kind and trees bearing fruit with seed in them according to their kind. And God saw that it was good and he affirmed and sustained it. And there was evening and there was morning a third day. Then God said, let there be light bearers, sun, moon, stars, in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day from the night and let them be useful for signs, tokens of God's provident care and for marking seasons, days, and years. And let them be useful as lights in the expanse of the heavens to provide light on the earth. And it was so, just as he commanded. All right, verse 16. And I'm going to switch views here uh, because I was... You did the Amplified them with the yeah. NIV, and I had them and the parallel view, which is awesome. I love cool. doing that. All right. God made two great lights, the greater light to govern the day and the lesser light to govern the night. He also made the stars. God set them in the vault of the sky to give light on earth, to govern the day and the night, and to separate light from darkness. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the fourth day. And God said, let the water teem with living creatures and let birds fly above the earth across the vault of the sky. So God created the creatures of the sea and every living thing with which the water teems and that moves about in him in it according to their kinds and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. God blessed them and said, be fruitful and increase in number. And fill the water in the seas, and let the birds increase on the earth. And there was evening, and there was morning, the fifth day. And God said, Let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds, the livestock, the creatures that move along the ground, and the wild animals, each according to its kind. And it was so. God made the wild animals according to their kinds, the livestock according to their kinds, and all the creatures that move along the ground according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it, they will be yours for food. And to all the beasts of the earth and all the birds in the sky and all the creatures that move along the ground, everything that has breath of life in it, I will give every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. And there was evening and there was morning the sixth day. Amen. Amen. So what I really noticed about this was Genesis 1 is probably the most often read chapter probably in the whole Bible because when people start out reading the Bible, they're going to open it up and start reading there and maybe not get much past (laughs) Genesis 7 or whatever, you know. But and I have and I say that to say I have read Genesis one so many times in my life, having been a Christian since I was a little girl. And it just came alive to me like I'm almost kind of emotional about it just to see God creating all of these things with his words and just and just him being so detailed and thoughtful and taking such great care of all of these things even before he created us you know like setting this place putting seeds within the fruit so they 
bear fruit for us down the road. You know, I, I just was I could talk about it the whole time. It was I was so blown away. Well, I, I don't think that's a new thing for you. You've you've always been inspired by God's creation. And I think even have instilled that into our children very well. When we see things that are incredible, you always point back to the creation that God made that. And like, isn't that incredible? That's yeah. no accident. And you can see that there's a design yeah. in what God did. And even in this world today, as much as we try to mess with things scientifically and all of those things, um, you you see that what's standing here in Genesis is still standing today. For yeah. instance, one kind produces its own kind. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when I first learned that like animals couldn't like just pick any animal and then have a another animal. Right. Like like a monkey couldn't. Uh, procreate with a horse like there was dna within those two animals that kept them from procreating with each other and so that it would keep an animal after its own kind Mm -hmm. and then what you see that's quite amazing is that you have like an alpha an alpha animal like some kind of like wolf that they've taken and they've bred out all of these dogs out of like one essential animal that Mm -hmm. started way back and they've they've got french bulldogs now and they've got (laughs) labradors and they've got all these other dogs that are completely worthless if it was to like there 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 were literally dogs that could never survive in the wild our dog like our dog denver he would never survive (laughs) never um and i don't mean worthless in a rude way i just i'm being sarcastic but um I have angst about our own dogs. Yes, so yes. and it's coming it's out coming on out. the show. I'm very sorry, dog <laughs> lovers. I love dogs too. But like there's dogs with short snouts that could never survive in the wild. And yeah. we as humans have engineered through breeding processes um all the way back from Genesis to today, mm-hmm. dogs that like we figured out how to um well breed into short, you know, and they get all the short puppies and make mm-hmm. them keep shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter. And, and we do that with food too. Amazingly enough, you know, the hottest peppers in the world were formed from uh, hybrid peppers of that, like, you take the hottest peppers and you replant those seeds, like a hundred of them. Yeah. And then you take the hottest of that hundred and then you plant those another hundred and you take the hottest of those hundred and you keep planting and planting and, and years could go by until you have a a plant that produces only hot, super hot peppers because you have over time worked out all of the weaker peppers Mm -hmm. and you get these crazy peppers like ghost peppers and Carolina gold and all these crazy things that are like millions of Scoville units. And just like, it's incredible that all of this was spoken into existence by God. And there's so much order and that order has not broken down. Right. But even those people figuring that out about the peppers and the dogs and all those things, how do we know how to do that? Because we're being creative because we are made in God's image and he is the ultimate creative yeah right there's this there's a joke that goes like the scientists have figured out you know how to um create an egg without a chicken okay and so they they take like dirt and corn and all these things and they mix it all together and add some science dna and all this stuff and an egg is made without a chicken Mm -hmm. so they go to heaven and they're like god we don't need you anymore we didn't we don't need your chicken we got the dirt, da 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 da, and God's like, okay, fine. Well, then get your own dirt, you know, <laughs> and like, got him. <laughs> 
like we're we're we with the things that we make, the things as humans that we create, we are creating because they were given to us yes, by the creator. Exactly. We're not creating really as much as we are taking what we're given and being creative with it. Absolutely. And I think it was interesting in my um in the amplified version that I was reading, in after everything that he created, he said he saw it was good, which we can talk about in a moment, but then it says he affirmed and sustained it over and over and over. So I just think about the fact that we are literally on a big, massive ball called Earth right now being suspended in the middle of the universe. And somehow we're not floating off into space because there's an atmosphere that's keeping us planted on the ground in gravity. He is sustaining that right now. He has affirmed and sustained Mm -hmm. it then, and he is continuing to do that. Like, what awe. And I think that's that, that term, the fear of the Lord, I think that's part of that is coming in into that. It's not a lot of people misinterpret that to say fear, like we have to be scared of God because he's just out to get us. But no, the fear of the Lord is the awe and wonder of his majesty. And wow, he's he's keeping us on this planet right now. You know? Yeah. Um, one of the things that always stands out to me is in Genesis chapter two, that the earth was formless and empty and darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the spirit of God was hovering, hovering over the waters mm-hmm. and God the earth was actually here before the creation story. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there was an earth and it was covered with water and all of the land was under the water. But there wasn't an atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It was just like a planet without an atmosphere covered in water. Right. Yeah. That's how it starts. And a lot of times we forget that part that there was earth was actually here. Mm-hmm. And so let's just say, that's true. How old is the earth? Like, we just don't know. Right. We don't know how long the earth was here before God began to create on it. Mm-hmm. And we also don't know a couple other things. When Adam and Eve were made and created, we don't know how long they were in the Garden of Eden for. It, mm-hmm. The Bible doesn't say. And uh, there are people that are long day creationists, short day creationists. There are people that um, believe that the earth is old and they believe in creation. There's people that believe the earth was young and they believe in creation and they kind of fight with each other Mm -hmm. and um, they kind of dispute one another. And to me, it's like kind of blows my mind that there's infighting within Christians about how the world was created. Um, because ultimately we have, we have to start with God created the earth. Like the earth wasn't just made by accident, by, by, you know, happenstance, right? That's Mm -hmm. where we have to start our foundation. But then we have to let the word of God actually show us how, how long it was here. And so right there, we can see that the earth was made before God began to create on it what we see currently today. Mm -hmm. And then we have this period of time in the Garden of Eden that could be any amount of time. Mm -hmm. And I've heard some people who want to like really hold on to their theories say like, oh, well, it was 28 days in the garden. I'm like, well, how do you know that? We just, we just, we we just just think. It just is. Okay. And you're like, okay, that makes no sense. You know, whatever. And so I just love that there's a little bit of, uh, sort of openness in the story yeah. where it opens up like the whole earth was covered by water and then imagine all that water leaving and cutting into the earth how quickly that it cut into the ground and, and formed canyons and formed things instantly yeah. as well as a second flood later but think about the Grand Canyon they've determined that the Grand Canyon was not created over time it mm-hmm. was created very fast right um 
scientists have said it was created like in an instance. Basically, the water cut through the ground, and they they could find air pockets in the wall, Mm -hmm. uh, like where sand is around air pockets, and you can go poke holes in the air pockets. Mm -hmm. Well, air pockets are not formed over time. Right. They're like sand doesn't form around the air, you know, like slowly and build around this perfect circle. It's created from pressure very quickly. Mm -hmm. And so I just love that there's more, a little more mystery and discovery than we would like to admit. Well, I think it takes faith, right, to believe this. You have to start with that. So Genesis 1-1 says, in the beginning, God created by forming from nothing the heavens and the earth. And then my, um, my, Amplified Bible references, Hebrews 11.3. So I look that up and it says, By faith, that is, with an inherent trust and enduring confidence in the power, wisdom, and goodness of God, we understand that the worlds, universe, and ages were framed and created, formed, put in order, and equipped for their intended purpose by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. And so believing that God created this, it takes faith to believe because what we see now was created out of things that are not visible to us. We can't go back and say, yes, that happened in 28 days. And yes, that happened in 3,657 BC. You know, we can't do that. So it takes faith. And faith is believing without seeing. And faith is also rewarded. We are gifted with eternal life because we believe in Jesus with faith. So I just think it's interesting that it takes faith to believe this. Yeah, me too. So I did soap today. Yeah. Like that's how I did this. Good I job. I tried a new way. Yeah. Okay. So you I wanna, soaped your way through Genesis 1. I did. And so soap is seek, observe, apply, pray. I found one verse that stood out to me. Okay. I took one word and then I applied it to my life. And um, so here's, here's what really stood out to me. In verse 27, it says, God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Right. And so mm-hmm. it's like we were created in God's image. And that's, there's a blessing in that. There's something powerful in that. <clears throat> but. The next verse says, God blessed them. So he created them and then he blessed them. So he, we were made in his image, mm-hmm. check, but that wasn't enough. Mm. He had to bless them and he blessed them by saying to them, God had to speak that blessing into existence. Mm-hmm. He didn't just create him that way, create us this way. He actually spoke a blessing out That's good. and he said, be fruitful, increase in number. Fill the earth, subdue it, rule over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and over every living creature that moves on the ground. And then he goes on and he says, this is what I'm going to give you. We, yes, as humans are created in God's image, but it wasn't until God spoke out a blessing that we became who we are as people. And what that really stood out to me is that when we speak, we have the opportunity to bless as God blessed. When Jesus taught us how to pray, he said, get those things from heaven onto earth, Mm -hmm. right? Get what's in heaven into earth and bless this world. And when we actually pray with our words, with our mouth, that is where the blessing is. It isn't just thinking about it. Um, It isn't just wanting it. It's blessing it, which is why so many people, I think, are held back in praying because the enemy knows the power of our words. Mm-hmm. And so if he can get us all afraid to pray and yeah. speak out and say what we need to say, he can stop us from operating in those blessings. We we can bless. Words bring blessing. Satan brought 
curses with his words, yeah. his temptation. It cursed mankind. I can also bless others. Mm-hmm. Prayer is a blessing to people around us. The word of God, we speak it out. It is a blessing. The Bible says that soft answers turn away wrath because that soft answer is a blessing. You can bless someone while they're cursing you yeah. and turn wrath away. You can turn a curse by speaking out a bless blessing. The Bible says that a curse causeless shall not come. In other words, if someone's trying to curse you Mm -hmm. and you don't deserve that curse, you didn't earn that curse, you can speak against that. You can say, that's not, that's not coming from me. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. Like, and walk away from that and actually begin to bless the situation with your words. And so I thought, let me apply that to my life and just bless people today. Like literally with my words, I can bring the words of God to people around me. And you're bringing heaven on earth when you do that. That's so good. Well, we're going to come back. We're going to go, go, and then come back after this break. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco. Commercial Real Estate Services. Scott Langston, senior commercial broker, has been selling real estate and giving free consultations for over 18 years. Scott Langston will show you how having a professional can make a difference in your buying, investing, or leasing commercial property. Scott Langston, 321-403-1111. That's 321-403-1111. Now go out there and make it a great day. Hi, everyone. Kevin Barfield here with Barfield Contracting and Associates. We are a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. We're located in Cocoa Village, but we service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. We also offer many discounts, military, senior. As always, we offer free estimates, and we appreciate every opportunity that we're given. We're at 454-4531. That's 454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. God bless you. With buying and selling homes in the Melbourne, Florida area, Pineapple Farms is here to assist you. Pineapple Farms, serving Brevard County since 2011. For more information, go online to pineapplefarms.com or call at 321-426-0081. We want to be a church that's focused on God, focused on the people on the inside, and focused on the people on the outside. Love God, love the church, love people, because we're building a life-giving church that lasts. East Coast Christian Center. Join us every weekend, Saturday night at 5.30 p.m. and Sunday morning at 8.30, 10, and 11.30 a.m. East Coast Christian Center is located at 680 North Courtney Parkway, Merritt Island. The Avenue Worship Center. Enjoy a fresh brewed cup of coffee with friends and family. Service times are at 9.30 and 11 a.m. at 85 North Richland Avenue. East Coast Christian Center Coco. We now have three services every Sunday morning at 8.15, 10 o'clock, and 11.45 a.m. Located at 1855 North Friday Road Coco. For more information, call 452-1060, extension 100. That's 452-1060, extension 100. Or visit us online at eccc.us. That's eccc.us. East Coast Christian Center, building a life-giving church that lasts. Welcome back to the show. This is Morning Breath. Welcome back. We have been in Genesis chapter one, and I just wanted to close with this thought. Uh, God looked at everything that he created, and every time he said it was good, including you and me 
and everyone listening. It was good. We are good. He knows everything about us because he created us. And he said it was good. And he loves us completely and unconditionally. And I just felt this morning that someone needed to hear that God loves you. He created you. He loves you. And he knows everything about you. He knows things about you that you don't even know. And the other thing is he approves of you. He may not approve of some choices you've made or some things that you're in the middle of right now, but he approves of you, of who you are, because when he created you, he said, you are good and he loves you and he, he died for you. He wants you to believe in him and live forever with him. And so I just want to encourage you that God absolutely loves you. That's and right. we hope that you have a great day today. I love the idea that he asks each one of us to follow him, mm-hmm. right? And it received Jesus yeah. and walk out in the goodness and the blessing that he has planned for us. Yep. But he looks at you and says, you're good. Come on. Yep. You're good enough for me. Yeah. Come on. Follow my son. Follow my lead. I love that. Yeah. Well, we, so lo- good. we love you guys too. We hope you have a great day. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information, such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day.